Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our final Big Brother Canada 8 recap of the season. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and joining me tonight is Melissa. How are you doing, Melissa? I'm sad. The last night's episode was really sad. Um, it really is disappointing to have this be our finale coverage. It, it, you know, watching them last night and seeing how everyone was just devastated, like even the people who we were like, Oh, they're not even trying. They don't care. They cared and they showed it. And it just makes me think that like these people would have fought hard to win. And it's really sad to see it end like this. Yes. Also with us tonight is Brent. How you doing, Brent? I'm doing good. I co-signed that as well. It was so heartwarming to see how much they really enjoyed each other's company and how much they enjoyed the game, how hungry they were to win the game. And there were a lot of people in that house who thought they knew what they were doing. Uh, they were not, they did not know what they were doing. Let me just say that. But uh, some of them did. And uh, I enjoyed very much the way the show handled it. In fact, I, I thought it was one of their best episodes in years, which is crazy considering uh, how uh, the circumstances were. Yeah, I, I will say uh, an emotional final episode, uh, which was expected. Uh, I was uh, very much prepared to just be devastated for them. Um, I think the fact that it, it was actually like a week removed from uh, from when it actually happened uh, kind of softened the blow a bit. Like uh, we've kind of had a week to prepare for this, um, so it, it didn't it didn't hit quite as hard as I as I thought it would. But uh, but it was still very uh, very emotional, very sad. Um, as the uh, the entire cast uh, is is hearing that uh, it's over, it's uh, that's it. And for most of them, I imagine that's that's it for good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Well, I mean, Melissa, we've talked about this, but uh, like I know that some of these people have designs on hoping to get brought back for an all star season or season nine or a half and half season, and maybe a few of them could possibly maybe uh, be brought back. My read on the situation would be that Big Brother just wants to forget about this altogether because aside from the fact that it was destroyed by COVID-19, this season was a disaster almost from start to finish. So I think it's going to go the way of the dinosaur. It's really too bad. I mean, like, there are some really strong people in the cast. And, you know, 
speaking of, you know, the, the emotional blow last night, I originally at the start of the episode, I was like, this is so overdramatic, like with the whole like, as the world changes, we change with them or something. Like, it was just like something weird like that. And I was like, okay, like, all right, sure. Um, but then like when you actually saw the reaction of like Brooke and Sheldon and Maddie just starts crying, it's like, you really, I mean, it, you really feel for them. I mean, I thought like, okay, yeah, I'm just watching this episode. That's fine. Until I realized that I had literally had tears streaming down my face the whole time. Like I didn't realize I was like, so affected until I just was like, Oh wait, I'm totally crying right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, and this is really, you know, I, I thought that they did a, a good job uh, for the most part. Um, and like in a weird way, this is a very refreshing episode of the show. Uh, for me, at least like it was very emotional. It was very sad. I didn't like watching it. I didn't like enjoy the experience. But it was refreshing in how real it felt. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're so used to these canned DR lines mm-hmm. and these like the typical structure of an episode and like it, all of the, the nonsense that's happening. Just the, the fact that these people were just real and raw and, you know, just experiencing this. We were watching scenes linger and not have to be like chopped up like crazy. And we were watching them break down in the diary room, just just talk like a normal person um, and instead of, you know, having to uh, do the line. Right? Um, I was so struck by the silence in the diary mm-hmm. room. So mm-hmm. much of the time you would see someone and they would start a sentence and they would just. Mm-hmm. sigh or look down or you know just seconds would tick by and it was captivating television yeah yeah was, i think they did it i think it was well done too um like i feel like they weren't in the beginning i was a little concerned because they were you know when they started talking about like the the world is crazy i know i keep saying that but it's really <laughs> stuck with me of how like cheesy that was okay the, the real the real line was uh uh, oh God, I can't remember. It was like, we have to, we, we, we know that when you're in the Big Brother house, that the game can become your world. But now we have to bring you back to the real world. Yeah, it was, it was like some weird, like, and like, it was just, it just felt like overdramatic. And I was like, this is going to be like a lot. But then I really did feel like they did a good job of capturing like, just like the devastation, but also, you know, pulling in the fact that like, there was still references to like, yeah, I know that things that this is not like ev- what everyone's thinking of right now. Like everyone in the real world is dealing with their own things. Like there is like, you know, a lot of serious stuff going on in the real world and this is not that, but it's still devastating to have your dream taken from you. And so like, I felt like they, they struck a good balance with that. And then with, you know, showing the comedic parts, we can get to that obviously, but like, I do feel like there was a good balance where it was like, it wasn't just like, overly dramatic and overly you know it it, it felt real yeah it, it felt very big brother canada in that like they have this really emotional and raw moment and they're like so extra about it mm-hmm. um like uh but it but it almost it just it kind of works mm-hmm. uh and i feel like that's just big brother canada in a nutshell where it's like uh they like overproduce it to, to some yeah, degree possibly. but also but also underproduce it sometimes and i did feel like for me the main thing that i felt was missing was this like fabled dinner conversation yes. where they talked about all of their waiting for that 
cases. Yeah. Um, and it was basically not even there at all. We saw just one tiny bit of Vanessa saying, we were in an alliance called, I think it was KVBS. Um, and, and, and that was about it. Like, uh, yeah. and, and I that was, was so disappointing. disappointed. Yeah. That is absolutely where they dropped the ball. I mean, that is what we're all looking for. That's what we look for. Like, we're even upset that we don't really get to see that, like the reveal. And like, we don't really get to see like the people at home realizing like, oh my God, I've been had by you. Like you were working with you, you know, you always want to see that sort of thing. And that's why we like the exit interviews. That's why we like, you know, seeing people's reactions to these things when they like the second they get out of the house and they find out about it. And most of the time we don't really get that. So this seemed like the perfect opportunity to finally see when they all reveal everything and everyone knows like who was working with who, who was playing who, who was betraying you, who was on your side. Like, and we didn't get any of that. Instead, we just got like, I just feel like I don't even know. I don't even know. I feel like a lot of the episode was taken up by like some great dramatic stuff, but it's like they were missing the key part. Yeah, there was there were way too many hugs for me. I, mm-hmm. like, it seemed like every time I was looking at the television screen, there was another hug. It was or oh, another hug or like, let's hug her. Or somebody was crying. And, and that yep. is great. And that was captivating. But there I, I felt like there was uh, less is more when it comes to that. And I would have appreciated to see some of this. And it, and it wasn't just like we were looking for. It. We had heard about this, that, that you know, we were going to get this from the from the dinner table. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what I was ready for. And then it just never came. Yeah. And- like, I can already tell you two scenes that you can immediately cut out. One where uh, Maddie's crying in the um, in the have not room and re goes to hug her. But they don't say anything. They just yeah. hug. Now, too, when uh, Vanessa and Min are talking and Min's like, I could get arrested for all the stuff. I want to tell you stuff outside of the house. It's like, okay, well, great. That does us no good because we don't get to hear any of it. Instead, we're just hearing about how Lee could get arrested if you told this stuff. Like, cut those things. Get those out of there. Replace it with a longer dinner scene. Boom. Done. Well, I, I think, again, classic Big Brother Canada, you know, I think that we always talk about, like, the sponsorships, the ads, they get in the way, they take up too much time, and they're not able to tell the full story. But I, I, just don't, know I don't think it's about time. I, they clearly had, they had plenty of time in this episode. Uh, they They decided that the game stuff is just not as important as extra long hugging scenes like they just did they just don't like the game stuff it probably it probably they probably were like you know what we haven't shown any of this in the episode so (laughs) it it probably feels weird (laughs) to then have brooke and sheldon reveal to everyone that they've been playing all sides and then being shocked because the audience would probably also be shocked um (laughs) and so uh also the stupid casuals like they don't like it when like if we saw the dinner uh conversation and we heard that brooke and sheldon were like yeah i was in this alliance and yeah we were going to betray you and we were going to betray you like it was apparent to me they wanted brooke and sheldon to have their moment like Mm. they want they were the heroes of the story they showed them sitting next to the one hero hero will rise sign they showed them as the final two house guests walking out together at the end so they didn't want to do anything to make them look bad and i know that we love what brooke and sheldon were doing from a strategic point of view but like the people the filthy casuals who are watching the show they will be misled by the fact that brooke and sheldon are like you know, I was going to stab you in the back and I was going to stab you in the back and I was lying to you and I was in an alliance with you, but it didn't really mean anything. It was fake, Hira. You know, all of that uh, would have made them look bad. So I feel like that's why they didn't show any of it. 
Also, like the house guests had to have been reading into that boot order, right? Oh yeah. I'm, like I mean, I it's had, like they, I think, they kick out the evictors all together. They're like Stia, and then they're like Angie by herself, like, and then they leave like Vanessa, and then of course like Min and Broken Sheldon. Of course, they're the last ones because like they're like. They're the star of the show. A hundred percent reverse the boot order. And that's the likelihood of them being asked to return. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, you know, that Brooke and Sheldon are probably like, we're back. We're here at the end. Like you knew we were the leaders. Like you knew we were it. I will say that initially they called Carol, who I was kind of bitter that Carol got to like be a part of this whole thing. Like she should have been out. Like, let's be so, I'm so I'm so petty like that, right? So Carol, Carol uh, before we have an announcement, but uh, before we make it, uh, Carol, we'd like for you to leave. <laughs> uh, so like, why don't they, we just like get through this, Carol? Just quit. Let's just go, and now right, we'll do our announcement. Right? So I can't. The, well, the, the called, announcement is that we're extending the season for another few months, and if you don't leave now, then you'll be stuck here. Uh, all right, hold on. I gotta get out of here. Uh, they so they they called Carol first, and Carol's like. Yes, my flight's first. I'm like, no, honey, that's not the reason why they're calling you first. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Like, and then I think like the house guests were accepting her reasoning until they saw the fact that they called the evictors all together, and then they called Angie by herself. Like, and and they, you know, you could see what was happening. So yes, I, you know, uh, it's, uh, sorry, I, I almost felt like they called the evictors next instead of Angie, just so that like Carol could see that the evictors all came out together, <laughs> just like just so they could be like, <laughs> no, Carol. This was intentional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I feel bad because I do, I do like Carol as a person and I do feel like she had a lot to offer the show. She just didn't like want to be there. And I feel like that is what makes me so like upset about her is like, I, she had so much promise, at least to me. Like when I saw her intro stuff, I was like, yes, this girl. And I do think like if she had cared, like if she had wanted to be there, I feel like she could have gone far and I feel like she could have done good things, but it's like, if you don't want to be there, then it really, I mean, it just like outweighs any good things. Uh, Melissa, yellow gal, yellow gal in the chat would like to know what did she have to offer the show? (laughs) I thought she was funny. I thought she was like, I mean, look, when you see her intro videos, you think she's fun. She thinks she's funny. Like I felt like she had like a loud personality in, in the intro videos. And I felt like she had, like she came from like different walks of life than other people. I don't know. I just felt like I, I liked her. You're an old softie. Uh, She was a disappointment from start to finish. I didn't care for any part of her game. Uh, She was threatening to quit from the, from the first week. Uh, She was threatening to quit at the end. I appreciate you being nice, but it's not good. Like that's where I'm telling you, I fall off the wagon there. Like I'm not going to be like, Oh, but you know, she's great. But I do think that like from pregame interviews, like I thought that she was going to be like, I was worried. She could have been. She yeah, could have like, been. Yeah. I was worried because I thought she'd be like first boot just because like maybe she wouldn't fit in with everyone. And then when she wasn't, I was like, yes, okay, great, here we go. And then she just like decided she didn't yes, want to be there. And that's Brett, where I Brett, Brett's in the chat. Brent, weren't you all about her in the intro video cap that you did with Tarrant? Yes, we were. Again, like I just said to Melissa, she had potential. But once I saw her in the house and the four weeks that we got to spend with her. Uh, I feel like that question was asked and answered. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and it, like obviously, it's an emotional moment for everyone, and I don't begrudge that she felt emotional with everyone else. But it was a little frustrating to watch 
her segments on this episode, like in line with segments of like Brooke and Sheldon and Sue, like people who really, really, really cared and wanted to be there and could have been there forever. Uh, you know, cut to like Carol being like, oh man, it's so sad. Like, you didn't even want to be there. Like, I get, yeah, I get it. I get really it. happy now. Yeah. Cause like everyone else is like, oh, well, there is no winner. It's not really that I quit. It's really just like we all can continue. Like, no, mm-hmm. we all know. Mm-hmm. She had only held out for like one more day, and she could have been like. By, by the way, didn't she fine. say there was going to be like a statement released or something? Or she or she she yeah, had a statement. She said she had a statement, but then Global was going to do something with this finale show. Global or said something. wait until after the finale to release your statement. So she said after the finale, I'll release my statement. Did but she now she can't statement? because, well, as Karen yes. noted on our Twitch show earlier today, Global has said that there they have a, there's a total ban on Big Brother Canada house guests talking to the media mm-hmm. but couldn't um, that just be like on her twitter or something I, i'm hearing that she did know. she did release it on facebook oh fabulous um well, tell but, me what it said uh, yeah, any news so far the only report is uh it was stupid it was stupid just no, reading right. the chat just, <laughs> um so all right we talked enough about carol fine yes uh but uh th- that is uh something that we that we should talk about here the the interview situation um the last week there have been assumptions made there have been sort of uh you know th- like things have been in motion to get some interviews with the house guests uh after the finale um you know i've i've heard that uh, that other people even had uh, things like solidly scheduled um however uh at some point over the last couple of days uh word came down from global that uh there are to be no interviews with the big brother Canada eight house guests um, that uh, the, the, the no no talking to them uh, not not allowed to release any kind of interview with the the Big Brother Canada eight house guests. Um, I was told that I would be notified when the ban is lifted. So uh, there's a chance that the ban will be lifted. I mean, they can't like stop us forever, right? Like uh, at some point, we're going to be able to talk to them. That? Um, like what what is the benefit of that? I feel like shouldn't they want more publicity? Like shouldn't they want more people talking about no, the show? For as, Taren, as Taren as Taren theorized, theorized on his uh, on the Twitch show that we did earlier very, today, very much. I was given no explanation. Uh, yes. very much just like pure speculation. On pure speculation. Part. Yeah, let's make that clear. But but the house guests have been fighting a little bit. Uh, since they've been out of the house on their Instagrams uh, and disagreeing about the circumstances under which Jamar and Kyle were booted from the house. And I, it is Taryn's speculation, and I concur with it, that if there is a reason, that is the reason why they do not want the house guests uh, airing out all like- of this stuff. Couldn't they just say like like don't discuss the Jamar Kyle situation like just like you can only talk about like your game and like stuff like like I would be shocked if they haven't already said that multiple times to the house guests and I don't think it's worked so that would be again my speculation uh, that uh, because again like they were definitely told do not say anything about Kyle and Jamar uh, and they have definitely not followed that direction so and why would they They, they, their dream is cut short they're out of the house there's no money for them or anything I I think the only thing that global could hang over them is the potential of being asked back uh, which <laughs> someone who uh, watched uh, Kirsten McKinnis get her dream ripped away from her on Big Brother Canada 6, uh, I can tell you that uh, they, 
that kind of hope is uh, it's like a wing and a prayer. Like uh, these people, they're they're not coming back. Yeah, uh, but that's uh, that, that's what we have. That uh, no no interviews are going to be coming uh, as soon as I'm able to. I will talk with uh, with some of these house guests. I promise. Uh, of course, in particular, uh, Brooke and Sheldon. Um, I'll, you know, and, and and many others. I'm sure. Um, but uh, it, it's it's not going to be until the ban is lifted. So uh, I don't know when that will be. But rest assured, if uh, you know, if, if especially again brooke or sheldon want to uh come on the podcast and talk about whatever they have they have survivor yeah 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 they could come on and talk survivor that'd be cool you know they could do that uh i'd be up for that uh yeah. I, I this is also weird by the way because you know that the, this is we've never had this before because anytime we have a a, a podcast like about an, ep- an episode it's the only time where house guests are at home is like the finale. But by then, yeah. like, you know, like they're at the parties or whatever. So like this might be the first time that house guests are watching us live talking about the episode. And, you know, they're watching us. I'm just saying uh, there are. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, yeah. There were people commenting on our uh, rant still yesterday. Oh, yes, which I ones? Uh, uh, Sue did. John Luke did. Yeah, John oh, yeah. Luke did. Yeah. And Brooke say? was liking the tweets. Yeah, Brooke was liking them. I know yeah. all these things. <laughs> yes. I also got a lot of feedback. I got a couple tweets about this uh, from the Brand Steel podcast. People, uh, basically, in so oh, many and words. like one of them. Sorry. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, basically, people saying that uh, Taryn was, uh, you know, running over me and Melissa in the Brand Steel podcast. <laughs> Let me just say, uh, you guys get off Taryn's back because. Uh, I was not having it with the Brand Steel yeah. podcast. Yeah, I did not want to be there. Things to say when you're my like tooth, speculating. My uh-huh. tooth was hurting. I had a headache, and I was over the decisions that the fictional house guests were making in the simulation. So the fact that Taryn was in there and putting in 110 percent effort, I was all for. And when have you ever known me to be quiet on a podcast before? So lay off. Yeah, I don't know if they noticed, but uh, I was desperately flinging it away as often as I could because uh, and I was not getting a lot not getting a lot uh, sorry I'm so bad at that like, no no it's fine no also it's- I'm like seriously I'm running on like two hours sleep with this new puppy like I'm not I'm getting no sleep so I was like trying to keep my eyes open it's like having not, a baby yeah. it is like having a baby Crazy. she wakes up every two hours I take her out and she then at 4am she decides that's morning it's a nightmare she's oh cute God. but it's I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. Um, all right. So uh, we did we did conduct the brand steal and it did tell us that uh, Sheldon is the official winner of Big Brother Canada 8. Um, yes. It wasn't the I'll cleanest go with win. It, yeah, but it, it seems realistic. I'll go with it. it does. And, and you know what? The producers, I think, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they left him and Brooke till the very right. end. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say the point of the episode where I thought it was a little bit fake, just a little bit. And it kept, you know where it is? When they when Arissa came on and said, I'm sure you're all wondering what's going to happen with the $100,000. And they're like, yeah! Oh, yeah, yeah. that was definitely like, reshot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then she's like, oh, I'm giving it to charity. And they're all like, Yay. that's great. Golf claps. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. There, there, wa- there, weren't, there was not enough disappointment on their face for that to be the first take of that response. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. I mean, like, Brooke goes like this or something, and I was like, oh, She's not super happy about that. And then the next shot, she's like, 
Yeah, she's like, mm, that's, yeah right. that's what we should do. I'm yeah, like, please. no, no, Stop. I know what this means. Just give us the real tea. We know, <laughs> we know. Come on, it's okay. Like I, the other thing that I and I, I know that people feel like they have to do this. You know, this happens like when in other parts of life where bad things happen and you feel the need to say, well, you know, of course I feel, I understand that we need to do this, but it still really sucks. I I'm fine with just people saying, you know what? This really, this really bites. This sucks. Yeah. You know, like I totally get why they're like, I mean, they can't be like, what? You're giving it to charity. (laughs) Not just that, just like the end of the show. I felt them all qualifying. No, they did. Like where they were like, uh, they were like, uh, well, I understand that this is for the best, but it sucks having your dream cut short. Yeah, but I'm like, sure even, they're gonna get hate though all yeah. over the internet if they're like, "This sucks." Like, I don't care about COVID. Why do you say that far? No, I know, but like, you know what I mean? Like, they have to be like, you know, obviously there's big things going on in the world, and I feel like so sorry for all the people that are, you know, blah blah blah. I'm sorry if you hear this. Well, here's the here's the thing. Even with the qualifications, I saw them getting hate. Like, oh. Can you believe how upset they are that their dumb oh, really? show ended? Uh, Which is crazy. Uh, like, like, I mean, there's bigger things going on in the world. Um, like terrible. It's so annoying. Like it's we all get it. Like we all get it. But there is also like you're allowed to be upset about things. Like it's yes. not like you have to. Yes, and it was about so great. Else. But most like, it was so great to see Brooke and Sheldon, especially who I, I felt like I was most invested in from a personal point of view. Although I love men, and you know they're, they're different things, and I love Chris. But Brooke and Sheldon were the people that I was like I could see myself really identifying with, and to see them just absolutely mm-hmm. broken at this was in a weird way. It was really great to see because then I I just said to myself, you know what. They're they're like me, like they they absolutely lived for this game, and mm-hmm. they really wanted to win it. Yeah, and and of course, right away, like you see, Brooke, like this this definitely hits. I, I think the the three people hit the hardest were Brooke, uh, Sheldon, and Sue. Um, and I think Hero was really hit hard. Obviously, they were all hit very very hard. Um, but you know, I I think that some of them were more in it. Some of them felt like they had a better chance than others. Um, and uh, you could really see it crushing Brooke. Uh, I mean, especially for Brooke who, and look like, you know, the, it feels even weirder to speculate about like showman's things now because they're uh, potentially watching. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, it was there and like, I'm sure that a part of this was, was losing the game, but a part of it was also losing Sheldon, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. they're not going to be spending time together anymore. Um, and that's, that's not, that's also a brutal hit. Um, Plus, and- like, you don't get to see how that relationship could have developed. Like instead it's just like, Oh, well that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you possibly could have, you know, had something develop, had and they you- there for a little and- longer. You also don't get to see what would have happened at the end if one of them would have cut the other. Because we saw Brooke in the beginning of the game talking about the fact that she recognized that Sheldon was her main competition if she got to the end of the game. But as time wore on, I felt like she would not have cut him. I almost wanted men at the end to say, okay, okay, let's pretend this is the final three and each of you wins HOH. Would you... Like, would you take would you take each other to the end, or or would you take me and have the the guaranteed win? Like, come on, what would you do? Like, but uh, we didn't get that. I thought Min was going to be like, "All right, guys, make out." But then I realized that she thought Sheldon was into her, and I was okay. Yeah. I'm probably not going to have her. But uh, but yes, yeah, so they they're made aware. Um, you know, sh- it, it, 
super brutal to for me at least to to watch sheldon who is such a stoic guy um and uh like i mean i've talked about this before but i i really relate to uh just the stoicism that sheldon has that's uh it, it really is sort of how i live my life as well i try to like there are things that are important to me um and you know everything else like it's important but like i try to to hold on to my core my core things that uh that can't be taken away from me and you know luckily uh being on big brother is not one of them uh <laughs> cute puppies though uh definitely are um, sorry to interrupt your strategy session but, uh, yes for, the, for those of you who are uh listening to the audio version melissa has the puppy that we were talking about a few minutes she's ago she's so fluffy and she's, she's a she's so fluffy super adorable She's a sheep doodle so she's going to be pretty big. She's half Old English Sheepdog and half Poodle. How, what's her name? Riley. Riley. Such a you person can name. I got my Instagram. For like there are, there are pet names and there are personhood names. I feel like that's a per, that's a person name. So, <laughs> she's uh, she's so like, like a member of the family. Anyway, sorry. I'll I'll let her uh her go back. No, you should very sweet. <laughs> I'm enjoying the puppy. <laughs> um, Everyone in the chat was like, "We want to see her." So like, yeah, okay. man, Kellis has nothing on that puppy. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get crazy. You don't listen to a uh, Twitch. That's uh, that's Taryn's cat. By mm, the way, yes. Taryn's cat's very cute. Yes, very cute. Yeah. Uh, very brutal for uh, seeing Sheldon break down um, some the, the, this guy who like showed very little emotional reaction to really anything. Uh, you can you can tell how devastating this is uh, to him. Um, and, uh, you know, watching him with with Brooke was just uh, really heartbreaking. Um, we hear uh, we even hear from Vanessa, who uh, who is is also having a, a hard time with this. Oh, yeah. uh, and she talks about how just days before coming on to the show, uh, I think she said it was her captain uh, of uh-huh, the boat captain. she worked on yep. uh, ended up taking his own life. Um, and she almost didn't even come on the show um, and she didn't tell anybody uh, in the house. Um, and like genuinely, like she's been processing trauma this whole time and like i can kind of make a little more sense as to like why she has been so hard to read i think uh that like of course if you're processing trauma like you're going to have a harder time uh like operating normally right um you know i don't i don't read too much into that but uh but that's that's terrifying to or not it's it's heartbreaking to hear um and uh the fact that she, this is now you know ending her experience there as well uh it's it's awful yeah, that was honestly like, I feel like I saw Vanessa in like a different way. I feel like mm-hmm. we, you know, joke all the time, like, oh, Vanessa, what's she doing? She's crazy. She's wild. Like, whatever. Like, she's, you know, who knows what she's thinking. But, you know, to see her like talk like that, it just honestly, like, I, I felt for her. And, and, you know, and I felt this way about a few of the people when they talked about how much they cared about the game and how this was impacting them this the the fact that the game was ending like some of these people i honestly thought they didn't care at all about the game and then to see you know them talk about how this had been a dream of theirs and how they were like you know devastated by this and just like crying in the diary room like it made me really see a lot of these houses in a different way i mean like even like angie when she talked about quitting her job and coming out here taking this risk you know 
doing like I mean having this be a dream of hers like it makes me it does make me like reevaluate these people and reevaluate like I mean it's totally I want okay I know you guys are all gonna like just like rip me to shreds for saying this but it is totally possible that Angie was laying low and was gonna turn it on I swear like everyone, oh shoot like everyone hey. like, well, let's see you're crazy she is she doesn't no. play she didn't have any strategy but like I mean, we maybe just didn't get to see some of these people blossom, and it's sad, you know? I don't know. Okay, I will totally grant that Angie was laying low. That has never been in She said she was doing that. Yeah. uh, But also, I feel like laying low to then turn it on, not just laying low and that's all she has. Yeah, I know, but I I agree. I Like, that's always why I was, like, giving her fours in the stock watch. The, The question for me was always... What happens when she tu- when she turns it on, right? Yeah, like because we saw Jessica turn it on in Big Brother twenty one, yeah. and then we saw what happened with that. So <laughs> I was I was circumspect of two things: what would be her plan of action, and how does she see the house? And two, even if she does turn it on in a universe where these people don't really respect her all that much, how is she going to win at the end? That is where I was coming mm-hmm. from with Angie. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's true. I just felt like, I don't know. I, I felt like I, I had a lot of respect for the house guests from this episode. And I do think that they portrayed them all in a good light and showed you, you know, that they're all human and that, you know, this meant something to them, just like it means something to all of us. And it, so that made me feel, you know, it made me feel for them. So, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's an important reminder that the, you know, they are characters on a screen that we watch and we talk about and we poke fun at and we you know we dissect every little thing that they do but they are humans and you know when they leave the show they should be treated as such because that's what they are and this is definitely a a reminder that uh that they are just people they all wanted to be there they all dreamed of being there um you know minus one and uh and so uh (laughs) so uh it's important to to remember that and i feel like that's part of what's happening with this the situation the world at large is that hopefully we're all understanding uh, just a little bit better about the people around us and and we're being brought a little bit closer um to uh to 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 humanity um at at large because we're all we're all just struggling with the same thing right now and uh it's something that we can really connect on and empathize with and uh i think that we should take that opportunity when it comes because it's pretty rare it's pretty rare that an opportunity like that comes up so um it's uh it's it's a it's a humbling moment and it's a and it's a good reminder of of our own humanity i guess um, very well said, Taryn. Yeah. Thank you. Um, uh, I will say that uh, I enjoyed very much the moments between Min and Angie, who were mortal enemies in the house. They got to hug it out. And uh, I, I, I don't know if we heard everything that they had to say to each other, but uh, we got to see a little bit. And, uh, you know, as Rob says, when he's always talking about Survivor in the reunion episode, even though this wasn't, you know, the reunion episode, but this was the finale, um, it's nice when they can just kind of you know, hug it out at the end and say, you know, that was the game and we got it and, you know, everyone's happy and leave it at that. Now, of course, we know from watching Instagram and whatnot that that hasn't really held totally, but at least for the episode, we got it. Yeah. This also, is- like, well, I just was going to say, like, I, I hate this, but I'm conflating uh, the, our podcast, the Brant Steele stuff <laughs> with 
real life because I was just thinking in my head when you were like, oh, there's drama between Angie or whatever. And I was like, yeah, the mattress thing when she flipped <laughs> the mattress. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> but it like popped into my head like, oh, Angie and the mattress. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm running on no Save TV. me. Save me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, uh, I, I feel like it was a bonding moment for them all and it was a reminder that they're all human and that was a great thing. And then a day later, uh, social media just immediately uh, tore them apart um the yeah. the, the dehumanization that, that occurs on social media uh and yeah. again, True, when you're behind a screen it's so different mm-hmm. yeah did you see sue she was like hi min i'm just here to let you know that my life is fine i'm doing great so keep my name out of your fucking mouth okay thanks bye like <laughs> they were not having it they were through yeah everyone needs to just like stop with the drama it's just it's like I don't know, like, who was it who said this? Was it Anthony who said, like, or no, who was it? It was Bruno. Bruno, Bruno. when he's like, the fans are going to, like, egg you on and get you to be like, yeah, yeah, go for it. But they're not looking out for your best interest. They just want drama. They're not like, no, this is the right thing to do. You need to call this girl out. Like, they just want to see drama. So, like, don't feed into it. Just, like, Step away from social media yeah. if you have to, and don't respond to people. It's better to just not respond. Yeah, I, yeah, I was like, uh, Bruno's ruining, ruining all our fun. <laughs> well, I, I saw, I saw the, the, some people talk about this tweet on Reddit. Like, uh, oh come on, you know the house guests are responsible for their own actions. Uh, you know, it, it's it's not like their people are calling you know for this to happen. You can't blame it all on that. I, I don't think people that aren't in the house guest shoes understand uh, the reality that they walk out into um, that they have no experience dealing with this kind of attention. Uh, they have vague ideas of what it's like to have quote unquote fans. Um, and so the people that they hear from earliest and most often are the most intense people who are the most so you're ready to say crazy and I'm ready to agree with that <laughs> the most invested in this the drama and the situation of everything that's happening and they're immediately just being constantly fed uh information misinformation all the time I checked yeah. on Maddie's first Instagram live and there were people in the chat saying like Brooke is a is a B. She was jealous of you the whole time. Don't trust anything she says. She was against you. She wanted you out because she was jealous of you and Michael. And it's, uh, you know, don't trust her. Like, that's the kind of nonsense that they're getting fed. And like these people saw more than they do. They don't know what's true, what's fake. Uh, you know, they have some people telling them that this is what happened. Don't trust this person. Do trust this person. Um, and it's, again, like the most intense people that are talking to them most often and earliest. And so they're getting all kinds of, you know, misinformation and and antagonizing things and uh you know it's it's hard to uh it's hard again if you don't it's hard to sort through it yeah especially coming right out of a house you're like this is your introduction into this world um it's a very difficult thing to to manage and uh and so you know it it certainly does not mean that i'm like these people are handling it well but i do think that we can we can say that you know 
it's a it's a hard thing to manage and oh yeah we can understand that uh oh my God. that this position that they're in and bruno's advice is great advice for these house guests oh yeah and i'm just being funny before it really is great advice from bruno because you don't know what's happening you don't understand what it's like to respond to like uh even uh you have like you go from like 100 followers to like 5,000 followers overnight you have all these people who are tweeting you and they're all tweeting you right now they may not be tweeting you you know a month from now but they're tweeting you right now to get you to respond to something or to egg you on or to tell you about what they think about so-and-so and everybody has their own agenda everybody has their own grudge and i i do think it's probably best for the house guests just to you know well like a couple things uh say a couple things to you know, hey i appreciate all the support and just step away from social media yeah well and like like, like they're getting hate and they're getting support and like the, the supporters are like fighting off the haters. And when you feel attacked like that, you cling to the people that are helping you, that are making you feel good. And so you come to rely on those people. And again, those are not necessarily the most reliable people. Uh, if, if, if you see that. And so like it can, you can really just get lost in that whole yeah. situation. Um, if, if you don't know what you're doing and you don't have like somebody who's been through it there to help guide you. Um, so, you know, just uh, having a little bit of understanding, think can can go a long way um so uh yeah that's 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 social media for you now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you wanna get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday I will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary VGW group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply and we're back. So let's get back to the show. Um, I, I did I did enjoy the clips uh, for the most part. I think honestly, I, I, I said I enjoyed the clips. I didn't enjoy the clips. I just enjoyed the, the Chris one um that uh yeah we saw that's like the only one I we saw too. like the min alcohol one which was like okay cute um but like not mind-blowing like uh they're gonna have a giggle over it and then we got the angie falling asleep one of all the clips from all the episodes we mm-hmm. see we have to watch angie fall asleep even angie was confused about like what is this they're like what did she do there they're like what'd you do there angie she's like i don't know <laughs> this is dumb yeah there was so much better stuff to show. How was that one of the clips in the highlight reel? Um, the the obviously Chris not recognizing his mom had to be shown, should have been shown, was fantastic. Um, but but just the rest of it, like there was there was other stuff. Like show, also- show Sheldon in the diary room talking about how he doesn't give a shit about any of those people. Uh, like show, yep. uh, sh- you know, show uh, Sue ranting about men. Like, uh, like give us some some like juicy give stuff. Us something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like yeah, and I feel like they also made a point to put Kyle and Jamar 
in clips. So that way it's like, see, look, no hard feelings. Check it out. Here they are. You know, they're fun. Yeah, that's the thing, too, with Jamar. We're like, they showed the clip of uh, Jamar and Min kissing and then Jamar, like, making a funny face afterward, but not making, not showing the clip of Jamar, like, wiping off his tongue going like oh get her out like washing his mouth out like i gotta get rid of her like that's way funnier and she's gonna see it like it's not like you're protecting her from this clip like it would have been way more fun to see the the reaction in the moment because like you know it's like whatever like they're they're gonna have they're gonna experience this anyway have have them experience it when they can still talk it through with everyone else obviously not the jamar thing but like uh you know just give it give us some more yeah, I know. I don't I they, know. Just, they didn't want to get into any like fights or anything. I think they just wanted to be like, okay, everyone like, yeah, happy, happy, everyone's joy, happy, joy. and yeah, like everyone exactly. looks leave as like a dramatic like we love each other, like, and we're all going to get through this together, kind of thing. Yeah, this was this was a this was a clip that uh, that we would have seen on a normal episode of the show. Like Ag in the chat, Melissa says they should have aired the mattress flipping. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> that didn't even make it on air. And what about when Sheldon uses veto on Chris twice? Right. <laughs> Uh, we then got family messages. Um, you know, uh, some of these were, were nice, but uh, well, they're going to see yeah, them like tomorrow. See what what the hell? Yeah. I, I don't know. But I this, will say, I really liked Angie's family. They were really cute. They were they great. Were, yeah. They were great. Um, <laughs> most of these didn't really land super, super well. And some of them though. were really short. Angie's went on forever. Other mm-hmm. people's was like, hi. And then yeah, we'll and Sheldon the got person. just like his best friend. Right. Then Sheldon's best friend. What? <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. No, okay. So like many questions. So many questions about Sheldon's best friend. Uh, Maybe they were showing it so, to show Brooke, like, hey. Right. Like, first, why is it his best friend that's leaving a message and and not his mom or his brother or any of his actual family? Uh, mm-hmm. Second, Uh-oh. your best friend? <laughs> your best friend. This, this is the most amount of doubt I've ever had about uh, Sheldon and Brooke. um that uh okay okay um like uh like that's it's fine but uh i'm sure uh i'm sure brooke was was not loving (laughs) the best friend um like i look i am not one to cast dispersions on uh like having good looking friends it was just it was just a little surprising in the moment i think well, it was weird because also it was supposed to be I, I feel like it was intended to be like, hey, everyone, like this is reassuring you that your family's OK. Like, you know, yeah. we've just told you that the season's over because of COVID-19. And now, like, here's your family, though. So, you know, like everything's cool. Like, don't be worried about like the outside right now. Like, but instead, they're just like, oh, yeah, Sheldon, like, who knows where your family is? Like, this is your friend. Like, it just seemed weird. I don't know. Yeah, and, and also like we don't need to see that stuff. Like I feel like we don't need to see. They're about to see their family in like two seconds. Like just like let's see more of that dinner table scene. Yeah, like I don't know. But I, I did think Chris's mom when she's like, "You may remember me for the Wendy's takeout window." Yes, <laughs> that was that was a great line. Um, <laughs> best best line of the episode. <laughs> that was good. And when everyone's like, "You let a Wendy's worker just kiss you," and he's like, "No, that was after," and they're like, "No, no it wasn't." <laughs> That was funny. Yeah. Um, and so then uh, then they get to revealing some some secrets, but not the ones we care about. Uh, mm-hmm. First, we, we start with JL uh, and JL, you're great. Uh, <laughs> but this was ill advised. Uh, uh, all right, guys. 
here's my secret. All right. Yeah. So I bet, uh, I bet you all like thought I was like pretty dumb. Right. And they're like, no, we think you're pretty smart actually. Like, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, like you think, like you think I'd be dumb, right? Like, no, actually, like uh, we, we think you're pretty smart. (laughs) Well, you know, I uh, I was actually, uh, you know, I'm actually really smart. Uh, I'm actually a really smart person. I uh, okay. valid story, and at my you know high school, college, whatever it was, uh, you know, like uh, just you know get, get good grades and stuff. So, um, <laughs> and he's like, I think I have one of the. Like, he said he, I have the, the one of the highest IQs in here. It's like, yes, but you don't know that. Like, how do you know that? And then he's and then he goes, and I've got like one of the highest IQs in the in the house, and I was, I was like, oh. So cringe. Bragging so about cringe. your IQ is like the lowest, the lowest form of, uh, you know, anything. <laughs> Especially because yeah. he's, he's like, uh, it's for the rest of the house. Like he's saying, I have a higher IQ than you. Yeah, like I'm smarter than you guys. It's like, it's different. Like saying you're valedictorian that you get really good grades, like, and you are trying to play up being dumb, like totally fine. But then saying like, yeah, I'm smarter than all you guys. So. Anytime was, you have to tell people how smart you yeah, are, you're losing. It's not good. It was straight out of Nathan for you. Uh, <laughs> I graduated from business school with really good grades. Um, and uh, ill-advised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I, I, he has talked about this before in the house. Uh, and he, he said he was told that he had one of the highest IQs. Um, and that's why he, uh, he, he knows. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's okay. It's, well, I guess that's better, but still, yeah. You know, well, I, and like, may, you know, maybe he doesn't really know a lot about IQ and like, this is the first time he's really been tested. And so he kind of doesn't know that you're not supposed to say <laughs> you have really like, yeah, uh, but, uh, but so, but JL, if you're watching now, now, you know, <laughs> uh, show don't tell. Um, so, uh, then we hear from Chris who says, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I'm like a, a neuroscientist, uh, you know, it's um, like, you know, I do a hypnotism. Uh, I have clients. And then everyone like throws away the hypnotism thing. And they're like, but ah, neuroscientist. Whoa. And like, just like, it doesn't even want to address the hypnotism thing until someone's like, can you hypnotize all of us? And he's like, no. <laughs> Which was, <laughs> I got to give him credit. The right answer. Uh, yes. Oh my God. If he had tried to hypnotize everybody. No. Yeah. Um, but just I really wanted like I really wanted them I wish that I wish that in the clip montage they showed they cut in the video that we watched in the preseason of uh, Chris Wiley game changer um, and talking talk with the yeah. music that would have been great that would have been, been, been good times um, right. and then we had Sheldon yes professional wrestler Mm-hmm. Um, not a ton of reaction from this. So. I loved Sheldon because he he qualified it yeah. beforehand yes. with okay, it, it's not a big deal. I'm not like famous or anything, but I'm a professional wrestler. I was like, oh, that's how you do it. Like yeah. that's how you like don't. Everyone pump always up. tries to. Like, yeah, everyone always tries to like talk up their accomplishments that are like kind of ridiculous. You know, like it just reminds me of like Bronte or whatever. Um, and <laughs> like I just. I, I feel like you've got to do what Sheldon did. And that's the way that like people will be impressed because you're not trying to make them be impressed. I don't know. I just feel like there's a way to do it. And that's the best way I think. Yeah. Because you know, when you, when he says pro wrestler, they, their minds might go to like, Oh, like WWE. Like, mm-hmm. um, he's like, like, I do it for a living, 
but it's not, I'm not like, uh, not like a big deal, um, <laughs> which, uh, is the right way to preface it for sure. Um, so, uh, so th- that was about, that was about it there. Um, I did, the, they, and they keep doing like the, the flashing, the time stamps. I actually like this. I wish they would do this yeah. more often of like giving us a sense of chronology, uh, you know, if something's like that night or like the next day or like mm-hmm. five minutes later, like. Yeah, I think that's really helpful with understanding like what the sequence of events is. Yeah. Um, and then uh, th- this I don't know how they managed this, but this was just like a perfectly shot scene of Sheldon waking up. And I I will I will admit that I knew that Brooke had been asking Sheldon to sleep in the HOH room for a long time. He had always turned her down. And I I was like, surely they slept (laughs) in the same bed together on the last night. But Sheldon wakes up. He's seemingly alone. I was like, oh, really? Like he didn't have her sleep. Maybe this maybe this best friend thing is real. Maybe uh, maybe she is just a friend. Um, But then you cut to like Brooke, like opening up the covers, like with the perfect, like sleepy wake up face. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I I was fooled by that as well. Never been so invested in a show. I know, right? We wanted know, to get together. Just, just again, put this out here, Brooke and Sheldon. Uh, it's it's mostly that there wasn't much else <laughs> that we had to talk about in the last few weeks uh, with everything that was going on. We're we're not creepy, I promise. Yeah, uh, I will say that uh, I did get something out of them sitting there at the end in the final two mm-hmm. chairs. Well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, well, that, that was like the final moment of, uh, the episode that, uh, I, uh, I definitely want to, want to get to. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, they, they, they wake up and then they start calling people, uh, Carol first. Um, we talked about this. Uh, oh, it's probably a flight. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. Girl. Okay. Okay, girl. Uh, and then they call the evictors uh, as evictors they assemble. go out. Yes, Re seemed the least affected by far um, of anybody. Yeah. Uh, just uh, which I honestly expected. Like I, I'm sure she cared, but like uh, you know, she's just a super chill person. I will say when they, yeah. if you look at it, if you watch her face when they announced that they're canceling the season, she was the one person who didn't go. <gasps> her reaction was literally like. Like she was pissed, she was over it. She was not having it. So uh, I, 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 I appreciated that much more than I the other reactions. Yeah, and, and she spent her time like comforting the others, which yeah. I think is is very nurse like, I guess. Um, yeah, maybe because she's a nurse, she's mm-hmm. thinking about it in a different way and yeah. isn't like you know. I don't know. Maybe. And, and I hope that uh, I, I think that she's probably has to, uh, you know, quarantine for a bit, um, potentially if she is going back to work. But, uh, you know, hopefully uh, she stays safe out there yes. if she does get back to work. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a very, very noble calling at the moment. Uh, not at all moments, but especially in this moment. <laughs> no, just this moment. <laughs> No, it's uh, true though. Yes. Um so the evictors head out uh you know JL does the you know like, oh. um and uh they they head out together which I thought was appropriate. Uh yeah. and then uh, then Angie is called out. Uh, she looked fantastic in her uh her white like get up mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um get up. <laughs> it was like a dress but it was like there's more than that. She was like a, yeah. was it like a hat or something I can't remember yeah, now. A hat, yeah. Um, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, then we get this weird scene, 
um, with Chris and Sue. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I like hated it. Yeah, of of <laughs> I of, felt really uncomfortable. There were surprisingly a lot of um, almost kissing scenes, and this is apparently one of them. And uh, Sue's got a boyfriend, right? The, yeah, this was just weird. Um, they go into the like, the bedroom. No yeah, and like it, like it, there was just a lot of like like what are we doing? Um, mm-hmm. And like you could tell that like Chris wanted to go for it. Oh yeah, uh, but Sue. The game's over. Sue you was might as like, well. Yeah, not going for it, but also like she was sad, and so it was like like her guard felt a little bit down at the at the moment. Uh, yeah. And so it was just kind of like, oh, I don't like this. Uh, yeah. My boyfriend doesn't like this. Um, I feel like, like she was thinking like, oh, this is like we're comforting each other. This is like yeah. a sweet moment. He's thinking like I'm comforting, like we're comforting each other, but also like who knows? Like maybe this is it. Maybe this is the moment. Like we're so emotional. We're connected. Like maybe this is it. And maybe she was thinking like not thinking about that. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, Ooh, Sue, Sue the entire time in, in my eyes, Sue has been very respectful uh, to her relationship. Um, like she has used the flirty card a bit um, because she was playing the game. Um, but she has never, she has always tried to maintain proper boundaries with, uh, with Chris. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we definitely saw that like Chris was really, uh, really trying to go for it here. Um, and to be fair, I don't think that like, I don't think it would be fair to say that like, Oh, Chris, is being creepy or anything like that. He, like, he didn't actually go for it. No, like he didn't go for anything. It seemed like they were both like in the moment together, but just like us looking in on that and knowing like, oh, there's a boyfriend involved and like, you know, all that. That's what made it weird. I don't think it would have been if there was no boyfriend involved. I feel like we'd all be like, oh, OK, great. Normal. Fine. We're like, oh, that's so sad. They're comforting each other. They, you know, they're really connected. They're going to miss each other. But because the boyfriend is involved, it's like, Ooh. By the it way, was, it was two people with their guards down, comforting each other in a really hard time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's uh, unfortunate that the circumstances that they were in. And uh, there has been some drama between Chris and, and Sue's boyfriend on social media. Yeah, he called him out. Yeah, I didn't know this. The chat says that uh, uh, Sue's boyfriend went off on Instagram at Chris. Yeah. And, but I guess uh, it was not, it was a few weeks ago yeah but she, a few weeks ago? well it wasn't a few weeks ago I, I think it was i think it was after the season ended uh like i think after he had talked with sue right i think oh i don't know well ryan in the chat is saying it was a couple weeks ago so that's where i'm getting that um, maybe, maybe it was, well, it was like a week ago i think which was, was still after the season ended um yeah it's been a while it's over it's been over for a that's while that's so crazy now. it's been a while like it feels right. like it yeah. feels like it just ended, but only because we just watched the episode. So, mm-hmm. Chris didn't do And also, I don't keep up with like. all the drama. He was just, you know, he didn't go for it or anything. He was just, he kind of wanted to. I think, there were, but, there yeah. were times when Sue felt uncomfortable. And emotions uh, were high. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, so, yeah. It, but it, she was, she was openly flirting with him to keep him close, too. I mean, that became her. Uh, closest ally in the house there at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I feel like they know. were. Sc- Skirting a line, but no, the line didn't get crossed yeah. in that in that scene. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I, I said, from my from my perspective, I felt Sue was was very respectful to her relationship, and uh, I, I don't think that uh, there there has to be anything else to it. Um, so then uh, they get called. They, I mean, Big Brother's really shady about this though. <laughs> it's like, and not only like airing this segment, but then calling them out and having them leave together um, was definitely uh, like okay. <laughs> Because Chris was like more loyal to Vanessa, like he definitely was more loyal to Vanessa. Um, but uh, then we had, um, of course, Hira 
hero the hero. Um, I love that he used the same pun that I did in my draft name. Uh, Heroes, heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's uh, honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm worried that this is the last we're going to see of Hera because I, I really would I love to see not. him back. I know. I really like him. He's like a character that we haven't seen before. And I just feel like, I feel like he was really good. I mean, he could have been really good. So, and he was athletic and he was, you know, strategic. I don't know. I just feel like we we're really missing out on a lot of these people, like not being able to see them realize their full potential. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say, and this is not shade, but well, maybe it is a little bit, but like he, he, I wouldn't say hero was like overly strategic. He was like, he was doing the bare minimum as far as strategy goes to me, like a little bit like a to B from B to C, but I mean, I there think wasn't he was a, like, like a step ahead of a, a lot of the other people in the house, but it's there fair, wasn't saying a lot. At the time. But he had, he, he also had like uh, exponentially uh, improved from where he began. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in some ways where we were a little bit mystified or, uh, you know, it tricked us a little bit into thinking that he has come further, or he, that he's along further because he's come further than he, than other people have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, and I, I didn't love the, you know, like, uh, I came here to play with honor and integrity and, uh, you know, it's, I feel uh, like he did though. Like, well, yeah, I mean, this yeah. was what he said when he went in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, I'll just say, like, I feel like that he's one of those rare people who can get away with that, you know, and I, I don't think he would have won without turning on, on somebody. Yeah, really but he could have explained that away. <laughs> well that's the thing i think he would have turned on broken sheldon if given the opportunity which it didn't look like he was going to have uh but if he had been given the opportunity i think he would have and i think he would have explained it as like they did it first or whatever yeah but, like it's usually what people do come on it's yeah. you're you're uh you're just you're just being uh the thing that i can't remember the word for um <laughs> semantics at that point yeah. uh so i uh, don't don't love that but i do love hira uh and so uh very sad too. to see Hira go um and then uh our final four it's uh brooke sheldon min and vanessa what a combo <laughs> So uh Vanessa Vanessa gets sent out and then uh and then it's down to just Min, Brooke, and Sheldon. Um and Stars of the show. Yeah. Their mm-hmm. final three pulled through. They, they made it <laughs> right. to the final three. <laughs> Although we could have said that about any 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 pair right. or any With trio at this point. Yeah. Um <laughs> but then uh then they send out and I will say this whole time I was just like I hope I hope it's broken Sheldon at the end. Like that is the right cinematic ending to this season. Uh yep. and they they did not disappoint this time. Uh they send they stuck the landing Min, yeah, yeah, they send Min out. She said, I'm not supposed to leave. I'm the cockroach. <laughs> uh, but she does. And I like if I'm one of these house guests, I am just like, please don't call me. Like, please let me be the last one in the house. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, totally. Please let me be the last one so I can know that, like, my story mattered. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, but it, uh, it leaves Brooke and Sheldon in there and, like, oh, 100%. They were, they were one, doing this because they were, this Brooke and Sheldon were, like, the storyline. They were also mm-hmm. doing this. They were really trying to get, like, a one lovey moment here uh, with Brooke and Sheldon. Um, yeah. And, like, they uh, Kisser, you, you can see. I know it. it's like, yep, yeah, like uh, you, you, and I've I talked about this that I've seen this play out on the feeds before, and people were like, 
you're reading into it. Some people are like, you're reading into it. We saw this like very clearly portrayed to us that uh, there is some very obvious like, uh, yes, no. <laughs> like um uh, like she she like you could see it in her you could see it she was going for it and and he was like uh eh, and he didn't go for it um and then like he what he, a good ending that would have been though i mean can you imagine well he, they he played it up though yeah he he played the uh, uh he pulled the you know the he he like put her his arm around her and she like she kept her face moving toward him but then he kind of just did like the face wrap around like the yeah that kind of mm-hmm. deal uh, yeah. to avoid the kiss, right? Um, and then, uh, and then, he, and then he kisses the floor. <laughs> it's like, no, that's the that's the moment the producers were looking for. You just know it, and it was like, he yes, yes, and the floor. Because it's I like mean, you think, like, okay, we're the last two in here. Like, there's no one to see us besides, you know, the cameras. Like, let, this isn't about the game anymore. Like, let's just, you know, but. Yeah, uh, I don't and, think he sees her that way. <laughs> I, I, I really supposedly don't. he's liking tweets about it. So you know, I don't well, know. maybe now that he sees the fans love it. So yeah. <laughs> hey, if we can, if we can be the reason that this facilitates something, so be it. I'm cool. Yeah, with I just it. don't want to see her get hurt. You well, know? like he, like in the, like in classic Sheldon here, uh, he says, uh, "I love you, girl," which <laughs> is like, oh, that's a blow. Yeah. Um, but then he's also yeah. like, you were the best part of this experience, uh, Barnon. And he's like, oh, um, <laughs> he's literally like up, down, up, down. Um, and like, like, look, I think there are certainly different you know, d- ways you can read into it. Uh, like if if I'm Sheldon. I don't want to have a dramatic kiss on TV. That's just not who I am. Uh, and so I, I think that he feels the same way. Uh, like if, if I was, <laughs> if I were in that position, I would have just waited until we walked out the door. That that would have been what I did. Uh, you wouldn't have done the movie moment. Not no, because look, ah. that's just it's not it's just not what I'm there for. It's just not uh, it's not what I'm about. Um, and so. Um, you know, I, I certainly could see that as as being the motivation, and you know, it, it is definitely possible that the the motiv- the other motivation is that he didn't, he just genuinely didn't want to, um, and uh, and you know that it just didn't didn't happen. Uh, however, um, Anthony, a lot of people, but I saw Anthony tweet this. I just like. You just just kiss her, man. Um, and um, and apparently Sheldon liked that tweet as well. So. <laughs> Maybe he realizes he uh, missed a moment there, um, uh, or maybe he waited until they walked out the door. That's maybe you true. Don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, we true. don't know. Yeah, we don't we get don't those know. exit interviews. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. So, uh, I, I will say again, I feel very weird talking about this. Um, yeah, I love it because Taryn doesn't usually talk about stuff like this, but uh, like uh, this is usually the trashy little section for me, most. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was literally like the storyline of the ending here at this point. And for the record, I did not. I did not look at Sheldon. I've 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 seen people say that they saw that Sheldon liked the tweet, um, and so uh, it's like in uh, like uh, it's it's weird because again, I don't usually care about the showmances anyway. But then also now that they are like potentially listening, uh, it's like even weirder. And I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> like I'm sorry, but it was it was the story of the thing and 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 honestly uh sheldon i think the fact that you didn't kiss her 
actually made it more of a moment than it would have been, if I'm being honest. Um, so uh, I don't I don't know if it was the best strategy, ultimately, uh, if that was the goal. Um, but again, but I, I, I do apologize. <laughs> I, it's, it's my job. I got to do it. Sorry. <laughs> um, so uh, so there you go. That's uh, and that's that's the end. That's it. The, the lights the turn off. I, I will say that the only time I've seen anybody kiss the floor is like in figure skating. Sometimes at the Olympics, they'll kiss the ice, you know, like after they've done a good job. But when he kissed the floor, I was like, oh, like, and then like, oh, well, you know, oh, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, and I just I just felt like uh, like I, it felt to me like Sheldon in the moment was just focused a little bit more on uh, on the loss of the game. Um, and you know, he, uh, you know, he'll, he'll deal with, uh, with the other situation later. Right. But, uh, in the moment he's just, he's just still, I think devastated at the loss of the game. Um, and I'm sure that played a a big role of it, a big role in it as well. Um, but uh, they uh, they walk out. Brooke walks out first, then Sheldon. Sheldon is the last one out. But that actually does mean that uh, if we're going by this to to place people, that that Brooke actually won uh, because the winner always walks out before the runner up to the confetti. So uh, just just something to note. <laughs> is that is that in response to the people saying that I won the draft because Sheldon was the last person to walk out of the house? <laughs> well, if you put it well. that way, um, clearly Brooke was the winner, and thus I won the draft. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, I would have liked to see. I would have loved to see if we had the John and Netta moment where they get really close as the season goes along. They make it to the final three. One of them wins HOH, and then they have to make a decision about what they're going to do because as the way things stood at the end of this episode, it looked like they would have stayed true to each other and taken each other to the final two. And they may have done that at the end. I would have loved to have seen that. Um, you know, we haven't seen that before. Yeah. And uh, they played the, like a dramatic song too. That was uh, yeah, the Billie Eilish song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how much did they pay for the rights to that? I don't know. Oh. Billie Eilish is a hot commodity lately. I, I hear that uh, she played yeah. at the Oscars. She did the Bond, the James Bond song, and now one of those Grammys, Big Brother Canada Eight. <laughs> yes, Big Brother Canada. Really, uh, really, really hot right now. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Chris never voted. Brooke never voted. Yep, uh, and and Hira, Hira never voted. That's Hira crazy. never voted. Oh no, sorry, he did vote because he was taken. Yeah. He took himself off the block. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's just it's just Brooke and uh, and Chris, um, and and you know Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's what we had. I, it was well put together. Um, again, very Big Brother Canada. That uh, interestingly produced, but was missing the the real like heart of what I wanted from it. Which was uh, which was the game stuff. Um, yeah, but, there was but, no uh, game stuff. When tr- it got to like halfway through, I was like, like, what else is there to do? They already told them the news within the first like three minutes. Like, and then what? Yeah. Like, now we just watch like family videos and people hugging. I will hugs, say, I will yeah. say this. I will say this. Um, for like, if Brooke and or Sheldon do get brought back, this was probably the best case scenario for them. In that, uh, on the show itself never really revealed what they were doing uh like mm-hmm. sheldon has those diary rooms of like i don't care about anyone in here i'll do whatever it takes but like 
that's pretty generic. Uh, and yeah, he's like, he was pretty kind of open about that to the house guests in general. Um, and so I uh, like, you know, I feel like uh, for anybody that is not like into the feeds, um, I feel like the the reputation might not precede them quite as much as it otherwise could. Uh, it's uh, he's just gonna he's just gonna watch out for people that uh, listen to the podcast or know the show well enough to watch the feeds. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's that. all we got. That's all we got. <laughs> um, I know it's so sad. It's like. Usually, our finale podcasts are like, there's so much to discuss. Like, this is the winner. This is what happened. And now it's just kind of like, ah, well, that's that. Yeah. I'd fade out if I could. But there's a way, but I haven't done it before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll but, just kiss the floor and then we'll all just leave. Or kiss yeah. our mics and then we'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so that, that's what we have. Um, like I said, unfortunately no interviews for now. Uh, of course, just, uh, keep, keep an ear to the ground on that. Uh, we will do some kind of wrap up round table where we give, uh, all the players final overall ratings as well as the season itself. Um, it should be an interesting, uh, experiment there. Um, but, uh, not, ex- not entirely sure when we'll do that. We usually try to wait until we have some interviews in before we do that um and so you know we'll we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll see where that comes down but uh do do keep uh keep an eye out for some off-season content we will definitely be producing some of that on the way uh i'm, I'm gonna try and produce some regular off-season podcasts uh Lots of different topics I'm looking at, like uh, for like we can certainly update the winner rankings. Um, we can do more brand deals if you want. Uh, never, <laughs> never. It will be a cold day in hell before we uh, are doing another brand steel podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, just like diving into other, other topics, like, um, you know, uh, like I, I, there's a lot of interesting things that we can sort of like do deep dives in, uh, like concepts, uh, you know, strategies in big brother, uh, different sorts of like, uh, topics that we can just dive into as well as like rankings and lists and all the, all of that stuff. So we're going to yeah. you know keep you guys. I like, uh, fed. I like the topics more than, I mean, I like doing, you know, a rankings podcast I like, but because you know, I can be a little messy sometimes with my rankings. Um, but I think the topics more interest me because I feel like they're more open-ended and we can really take it places and you know, there, there's more there. I had a, I've had a couple of people write me with some ideas. So, yes, uh, I have many, many ideas. There's yes. plenty to talk about. So um, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep you guys fed with, with Big Brother content in the, uh, in the off season as uh, you know, you're stuck at home um, and we'll, we'll try to have fun with it. Uh, so stay, uh, stay, stay, uh, I don't know, looking, stay subscribed, <laughs> stay, stay looking. Yeah. <laughs> all the things. Um, and uh, tomorrow night, uh, Brent and Melissa will be competing in a sequester mini. We will be. Yeah. Um, it's a final little, two, Melissa, little, you and me. <laughs> no pre-gaming. Oh. Oh, no pre-gaming. No pre-gaming. <laughs> no pre-gaming, right, Brent? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. 
Oh god. Um, uh, so uh, you can you can check that out. Uh, Brent and I did a stream earlier today to uh, sort of tell you guys how to watch if you're interested. Um, it's like how to watch and how to play. Yes, it's basically just like a little a little uh, mini game of uh, you know sequester social strategy game. Um, we talked about it's it, the online version. It's very different from Big Brother, but uh, basic concepts remain the same. People vote each other out. Just they just do it over video calls. Um, and so it's going to be Brent and Melissa, as well as uh, an entire cast of RHAP personalities, yes. including Rob Sesternino himself. Rob so, Sesternino himself yeah. and Mike Bloom and Liana Boris and Kristen McInnes and uh, a cast of thousands. Yeah, yes. we have a lot of morning updaters on it, too. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm actually glad you're not playing this, Taryn, because like it's like... Uh, nine morning updaters and then everybody else like they yeah, they're all like, gonna be like i want taryn to invite yeah. me back in the morning would, update like, i would have been like you would have been like the golden god they would have been yeah. like oh taryn what, what, what should we do taryn oh my god yeah also, I did not know about the no pre-gaming rule. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah. So it should be it should be interesting. It should be interesting. Uh, check it out if you guys want. Um, and uh, you know, we'll, we're we're gonna keep keep you guys updated with uh, as much stuff as we can. Um, I am uh, I am looking into uh, trying to do a stream with Kevin about watching Big Brother Canada Five with him for the first time. Um, so that should be fun. Uh, you know, more content on twitch twitch.tv slash taren armstrong uh check me out there and um you know there, there might also, be some other stuff coming down happy birthday yeah. to you taren that, that well, is you. of course the reason why you're not yeah, tomorrow. Happy mm-hmm. almost birthday. tomorrow is your birthday so happy it birthday is. how old are you taren i what will be? be 28 my goodness mm-hmm. you don't look mm-hmm. a day over 20 you look so young <laughs> I look very young. Well, I guess both of you look uh, really young. I mean, I, of course, I don't think I look my age, but <laughs> tell me, I'm just saying. I think you look young. Thanks. I think we all look young. Sure. Yeah, we uh, it's it's uh, we just subtract 10 from uh, from uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> right. all right, that's uh, that's where we have any final thoughts, any final words, Melissa or Brent. Um, you know, I had a good time this season. I wish it could have kept going. I was really excited to see where everything ended up, but you know, it is what it is. And it's, I had a good time while it lasted and, you know, hopefully, hopefully we will be back for Big Brother Canada 9. Yeah, it was the season of uh, disrupted potential. I mean, I, Taryn and I, I'll never forget that Twitch stream. It's really the first time I've done something like that with him where we watched the cast basically like in real time and we watched their videos and I was so into this cast. I just loved all the people in it. I thought it was a great diverse cast, a really fun cast, a hungry cast, a competitive cast. And then, you know, it all went down the toilet. So what could have been? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, it's really unfortunate and and my heart really does break for the the players. Um, But, uh, you know, I'm definitely curious to see, you know, just what this means for the show moving forward, like how we remember this season um, and and the players in it. Uh, I I hope with uh, I hope that we can come away with fond memories for the the times that were fondable um, (laughs) and that uh, we can. Can, uh, we can we can hold some reverence for these these lost players who uh, never got to finish their story. So um, 
that's uh that's that's all that's all we wrote here all that we can write for big brother canada eight so thank you guys for joining us on this whatever you can call it season of big brother (laughs) canada we will uh hopefully be able to join you at some point in the future with big brother 22 in the u.s um perhaps in the summer perhaps in the fall perhaps in who knows when but uh for I think it'll it definitely yeah. come. I mean, it's it's a cheap show to produce. It gets great ratings, and also I think there's going to be a lot of shows like no TV shows are taping right now. So, and Big Big Brother is a show that you can ramp up right away. So, I do think that we will get Big Brother this year. Uh, it may not be starting when it normally starts, though. I think that's uh, that's the fly in the ointment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we will hopefully see you then. And in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Armstrong Taren. Brent is at One Lucky Gay. Melissa is at It's Melissa. Three A's. Yep. And, uh, and if you're going to be watching the uh, Sequester Mini tomorrow, you can just go to uh, sequesteraccess.com slash live feed or just go to their YouTube page. It's, it'll, it'll come up on the YouTube page uh, under uh, Sequester Access. And you can uh, see us at 8 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. All right. So for one last time, Big Brother Canada 8. Brent and Melissa, I'm Taryn Armstrong. We'll see you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.